Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Ever since we began discussing tefillah about uh, two months ago, there's a certain idea that I've expressed and reiterated perhaps more than any other. And that is that we have to be very careful that when we consider prayer and what it is all about, that we not see it merely as being a means to get what we want. Uh, I have encouraged again and again that we hold ourselves accountable to view prayer as being something more than just transactional, that we come to davening to sort of plug in the right coordinates, stick in, if you will, our card, our uh, codes, and using this sort of divine ATM machine of sorts, uh, we get exactly what it is that we are seeking. And prayer in that way sort of functions as being a form of currency. And I have encouraged us again and again not to see uh, prayer through such a limited lens, because when we do, unfortunately, we fail to appreciate that Tila is in fact designed to raise our own awareness, our own consciousness. It is designed to allow us and to afford us opportunities to enhance our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, to elevate our relationship with ourselves, and perhaps even, we haven't discussed this much yet, our relationship with other people. That prayer is designed to really elevate us in so many ways, even if we don't necessarily get what it is that we are seeking. So that has been a point, a theme that I've emphasized again and again, because, and as I have said, I think it is unfortunately all too often that we get stuck in this very uh, narrow perspective on prayer, and I think it does us a great uh, disservice. All that being said, I have said, I believe, on several occasions uh, that prayer should not be seen merely as transactional, that it does not only function in that regard, and I've said at a certain point in the future, we're going to highlight another perspective. And I'd like to this morning at least begin to do so. I hope, Bezra Hashem, to return to this theme because I do think that we need a balanced perspective over here. But more than anything else, the timing is one that affords us a great opportunity because we read yesterday Pasha's Beratius, and there is a, a, a specific Pasuk as highlighted by Chazal that I think emphasizes this point in, in an extraordinary way. And uh, I'm going to seize the opportunity. So towards the beginning of Parshas Bereshis, in the beginning of the second chapter, the Torah says as follows, The Torah basically tells us that although it's true that during the six days of creation, God created the world and the earth and all sorts of vegetation, the Torah later describes that actually all of this vegetation had not yet sort of broken the surface of the earth that it was beneath the surface, but it wasn't really visible. The siach hasadeh, the esef hasadeh, the grass, the flowers, the trees, they had not yet emerged from the surface. They were at a state of terem yeba'aretz, terem yitzmach, they had not yet broken ground. Why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had not yet brought rain to the earth. There was not yet rain that had caused all of this vegetation allowed it, if you will, to to uh, to grow and to sprout forth. And why is that? Because, the passage continues, because man had not yet done his part, and namely, man was not there, to literally to work the ground. In other words, what the Torah seems to be saying is, listen, there's sort of a, um, there's a, a shutfus of us over here, there's a partnership between man and God, and uh, while it's true that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides, if you will, the raw material, facilitates the process of, of growth in the world, but, um, you know, everybody has to do their part. 
And so the God, therefore God brought uh, the grass and the trees and the flowers to the surface of the ground, but he had not yet brought the rain because he was not going to do that until man was there to do his part, to work the earth. But take a look at what Rashi says over there, proud, proud phrase in Chazal. Umatam lo himtir, says Rashi, explaining the passage. What was the reason why God had not yet brought rain? Because man was not there. What does that mean? In makir Man was not there to notice. Man was not, not there to realize and to appreciate the goodness of rain. When man was created and brought into this picture, and a person recognizes, wait a second, rain is necessary for our survival. We need rain in order for the earth to produce uh, all that it can, in order for the world to turn green, so to speak. So then, key word, at that point, man, what does it mean he was not there to be oved as Adama? Says Rashi, he davened. Man was there to pray. And at that point, the rain comes down and all the beautiful vegetation begins to grow. In other words, Rashi tells us in this most important point, and this is one of the very first lessons that we learn in Chumash, is that prayer is there as, as sort of built into the Bria. It is part of the natural process of the world. And just like that expression, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there, does it produce a sound? So the Torah seems to be saying, when the world existed without man, and man was not there to recognize and to appreciate, did not realize and appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's role in the world, so in a certain sense, it had not yet reached this state of fruition. No pun intended. There was no fruit, because fruit and vegetation and grass and trees, this is all a product of recognition, which is expressed through prayer. In other words, what Chazal seemed to be telling us and sort of redirecting us to read this Pasuk a certain way is that prayer, the need for prayer, is built into the Bria. And from this perspective, I would say, it would seem almost as if prayer is transactional. That it's almost as if, if you want it, you got to ask for it. And prayer is built into the nature of the world. So just like we know, if you want to have a successful crop, you got to plow and you have to sow and you have to pray, there has to be rain, you have to pray for it as well. Prayer is part of that process. Now, how do we reconcile this with the point that I've made repeatedly until now? And that is, no, prayer is not transactional. We daven so we can grow. We daven so that we can become better people. We daven so that we become more aware of HaKadosh Baruch in our lives and learn to talk to Him. And the answer is, we need balance. Both of these perspectives are essential. If we really, really want to develop a healthy, broad and I think a very sophisticated attitude about davening. So we really need to focus on both of these perspectives. And it cannot be, and it should not be, one to the exclusion of the other. And maybe we will find and discover that there are many great Torah scholars and thinkers over the course of the ages who actually do emphasize this point, maybe more than the other. So I've been saying we cannot see prayer as being merely transactional. It is not only there to facilitate uh, a process where we get what we want, but it is, to a certain extent, that as well. And we cannot expect, and we should not expect, that everything will just come to us naturally if we are not prepared to sort of pay that price. So I really, really do think that we should try to strive to have sort of a healthy balance in perspective. And the truth of the matter is, one does sort of facilitate and feed the other. There is a 
statement that's found in Medrash Rabbah, where Rav teaches, which is loosely translated as, the mitzvahs were given to us in order to shape us, to mold us, to allow us to become better people. Now, as we know, uh, when it comes to certain mitzvahs, it may be more obvious how that happens. There are certain mitzvahs that are designed to make us more uh, ethical people, if you will. They highlight and accentuate our ability to become moral, good, giving, caring people. We know that that's true. Uh, there are other mitzvahs where it's not quite evident exactly, exactly how that works. But we also know that that's not the reason we do mitzvahs. We serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu because He told us to do so. The reason why we do any mitzvah is because God told us to. It's what's called the Gezer HaKasav. So which one is it? Are we doing it because He told us to? Or are we doing it because it makes us better people? And the answer is it can be both. We serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu because He asks us to, but at the same time we recognize that it provides us an opportunity for growth. And I think sort of using that model, that perspective, which is one that we want to apply more broadly to Avodah Hashem in general, applying that towards tefillah can allow us to develop Again, a more healthy, balanced, and sophisticated view of tefillah. And that is that we daven. Let's start with today's message. We daven because this is something that we need to do. It has been embedded within the Bria. Part of the creation of the world is that prayer is needed. Man is needed to recognize and to pray in order to facilitate, in order to catalyze, in order to allow the natural growth of the world. And that's when God will give that's when God will allow the world to produce because we are there to recognize and because we have asked for it, we have prayed for it, we recognize where it's coming from. But at the same time, prayer allows us the opportunity to accomplish so much more. It raises our awareness. Awareness, it brings us to a point each and every day where we can stop, we can detach, we can zone in or zone out, whatever the case may be, and talk to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that allows us to grow as people. It allows us to refine our own thinking it allows us to reprioritize the various things that we want in life and, and, and allows us to really, really grow as, as individuals. And both of these perspectives are necessary in order for us to achieve, uh, hopefully, Be'ezwa Hashem, a very healthy, balanced perspective and relationship with tefillah. So this morning's message is, although we've been saying again and again and again that prayer is not merely transactional, it is, to a certain extent, just that. As Chazal teach us towards the beginning of Parshish Barashas, the very, very beginning of time, God created the heavens and the earth, and he created the, the moon and the sun and the stars and so much more, and he created a system. And that system is one that not merely that doesn't merely invite the opportunity for prayer, but actually requires it, a necessary, essential component to our existence in this world. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day.